I'm Jody Whites, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. I'm Jody Whites, your professional and life coach, making sure that your life and business are nothing less than spectacular. I'm here with Patty Handy. Hi, Patty. Hello, Jody. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate oh, it. My, yeah, I, I can't wait. My pleasure. Let me tell you something about Patty. Patty Handy, after spending a combined of 20 years as a financial advisor and mortgage advisor and having countless conversations with women, she decided to pursue her dream of financial coaching for women, mainly because she's a teacher at heart and she loves to educate and empower women with money smarts. Understanding that money can be an overwhelming topic for many, she's audaciously passionate about creating financial confidence when it comes to women's well-being. This has been the catalyst to follow her passion of empowering and educating women in their financial journey. Patty is a certified coach, certified life coach, certified executive coach and holds a real estate broker's license and has written and published four books boy patty what haven't you done (laughs) that's great well thank you thank you yeah i get the feeling you like coaching have you always you know wanted or felt very strongly about helping people in that way Yes, it definitely has been something on my heart for a very long time. Um, my divorce was sort of the catalyst that took me to that desire to, to want to coach. But yes, it's always been very rewarding for me to serve. And I love working with women, especially. Um, I, I always get some pushback from men. I'm like, I'll coach you if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's I'll, I'll take your money, right? No <laughs> yeah. worries. That's fine. Um but yes, it is something that I've, I've always loved to do. Yeah. Why women? I mean, are men less receptive? Are they um, a little more stubborn? You know, the, the reason why I love working with women is that I find in my, when I was a financial advisor and when I was a, a um, mortgage advisor, I had so many, as you'd mentioned, conversations with ladies and there was so much fear and overwhelm and frustration and embarrassment around money. And I just, I wanted to empower them. They're, they're um, not getting the attention that they desire and need when it comes to education with investing and managing money. Um, a lot of the um, information out there is geared towards, you know, men and women are coming into you know, the, the bank, the next big, uh, wealth, you know, transfer is coming in you know, via, via women. So, um, I want to help those that just, you know, are not comfortable, are not feeling confident. And I want to put them in a place of feeling strong. And even if they hire a financial advisor, they can still have this information so they can know the questions to ask and 
when the advisor is speaking about something and they understand it. Exactly. I, 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 I just great that you're empowering women because, you know, we're not always taught. I mean, I don't know if anybody is, but I think the focus is on men more. Well, men will handle the finances in a family. Right. And that's not true. You know, women, um, I think women are, have more of a knack for it. I don't know why, but I know a number of women who are handling finances for their families or relationships. Now, you mentioned earlier, you said, you know, women, women have fear around finance um, or money. What, what are some of those fears? The common fears that I have seen is um, the most common is I'm afraid I'm going to run out of money and I don't want to be a burden to my kids. And there's this, I'm going to be a bag lady, you know, thought, you know, they go down the dark side and it's, I don't know if I'm going to have enough. I don't know what I need. I don't know where my money is invested, how it should be invested. Um, I need to make it last my retirement. I'm not sure I can ever retire. So it's that really kind of overwhelming fear of, Am I going to run out of money? Am I going to have enough? Mm. Yeah, boy, I could really see that. Um, yeah, you know, women uh, tend to be more anxious about that anyways. Why Why do you think that is? I mean, I've again, I've seen more anxiety in the men. Men are a little more confident. But what have you seen? The um, And I can speak for myself and, and women that I've worked with. Um, one of the core important pieces for us as women is to feel safe and secure. Yeah. To have that clarity, to have that um, not so much control, but just to know we're going to be okay. And when we don't feel that financial empowerment or financial confidence, um, feel like we have the information to make those decisions, we don't feel safe and secure. So that creates the anxiety and then that perpetuates into you know, this paralysis by analysis, and they don't do anything. And a lot, a lot of women, you know, this is a very common theme that I heard in my years as a, both as a financial and a uh, financial and a mortgage advisor was, um, you know, shame. There's mm. a lot of embarrassment around mm. their situation. They don't want to talk about it because they don't want others to know that they don't understand. Um, they feel, you know, there's a fear of judgment. And, and I have found that men will, even if they don't understand something, they will either say they do <laughs> or, or they'll, they'll just be okay with saying, you know, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where is it's the, the, the women fear judgment yeah. if they say, I don't get it. Yeah. So, um, how do you as a coach and you've got lots of hats as, as a coach, um, how do you start to build that security and safety um, and and the ability to ask the hard questions of their financial person and, you know, say, hey, hold on, whoa, you know, wait a minute, let's back up here without any shame. Yeah, it is so important that they use their voice and if they're in a situation, whether it's uh, with a financial advisor, with their CPA, with a tax person, whoever they're working with, um, for them to feel safe enough and confident enough, and even if they're not necessarily confident, but just like be afraid and do it anyway kind of thing, and just say, 
you know, time out. I don't get what you're, you know, so what you're saying, please speak to me, you know, a little slower, use a little simpler terms, but I need to understand this and I don't. So help me out here. And if you're dealing with somebody who doesn't respect that and admire mm-hmm. that and, mm-hmm. and says, you know, I applaud you for, for asking me that. That's wonderful. Good for you. Yeah, let's break it down. Then it's time to find somebody new. Yeah, exactly. If uh, somebody, you know, treats you that way, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say don't hand over your money to that person. Right. Because right. you need to be able to get answers whenever you want, every step of the way, because that person needs to build trust with you. And if they're not going to do that, that security is not going to blossom within you. Yes. And you have to feel safe and secure with them. Yes. You know, at the helm for now with your hard earned money and your, you know, life savings, right? You've got to feel that, you know, that, that, that safety. And when I work with clients, you know, I really start where they're at and every client's different. So it's a very personalized, you know, the agenda is very different for everybody. Every conversation is very different. Um, But for those that are just starting over and have, you know, really, um, uh, you know, just need from ground zero what we do, we start at the beginning. We look at what's coming in and what's going out. We look at what's, what's being spent. You know, let's let's look at where we can cut back if necessary. We look at their net worth. Where are your assets? What kind of debt do you have? You know, do you own? Do you rent? We look at the entire picture. And that's sort of the starting ground of, okay, you're here now. And where do you want to be by when? And then let's make a plan to go from point A to you know point B. And depending upon where they're at, we work with that. So whether it's paying off debt, whether it's rebuilding credit after a divorce, whether it's I want to buy a house on my own, I walk them through that. That's where my my mortgage background comes in, and I walk them through how to qualify for a loan and what that you know, what do lenders look for. Um, so again, it's very different if they want to understand investing. You know what what's an ETF? What's an index fund? I don't know what that means. What's a Roth conversion? I have no idea what that is. Do I should, should I do a Roth conversion? You know, so I educate on all those those you know, those facets of investing, but I won't advise. I can't advise anymore. I'm not an advisor. So I can't say put 10% of your portfolio in ABC fund. Right. Um, But I will teach them enough so that they're confident in deciding what to do. And we'll go through, like we'll jump on a Fidelity or a Vanguard website or Schwab or whatever. And I'll show them how to read those charts and how to look at the funds and how to analyze past performance and how to look at expense ratios and all those things that have to be looked at. So they feel like, oh, okay, now I got this. This is good. Well, wow. I, I want them to be badass investors. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that you're willing to really go through that journey with them because, you know, a lot of people are, or women, um, are, are afraid to actually start and say, you know, what, what is coming in and what is going out and how much debt do I have? And, and the, I love the bag, the bag lady mindset is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we, I mean, we do, we all worry something could happen. I'll be under, you know, the freeway in a, you know, in a box and that'll yeah. be my life. But you start building the confidence one step at a time. You yes. know, this is 
what what do you need to get rid of to pay off that debt and to really feel that every time you're uh, you're doing a direct deposit which is a great thing because they're not um, tempted to spend it um, you're building your future yeah yeah and once they understand the basics that i teach them yeah and the mechanics of money um it does transform them into this just feeling better and feeling yeah. more confident and just feeling like okay i am in control this is this is great the other piece that i talk about a lot which um uh the typical financial world doesn't really address so much some advisors do and some some pieces do but it's the behavioral side hmm. it's understanding the money story that we have so we all have yeah, we all yeah. have yeah so we all have money stories based on what we grew up with and we heard our parents talk about money so from birth to age eight um science has shown that our brains just absorbed everything that our our parents grandparents aunts uncles whoever we heard spoke about. So if they spoke in a very lack and fear, you know, mentality or, you know, rich people are evil kind of conversation, that's our belief system. That's our limiting belief. And we didn't have the filter. We couldn't say, mom, that doesn't make any sense. Rich people are nice. They're not greedy. Um, we don't, we just, we, we couldn't filter that. So those limiting beliefs are in our subconscious mind that are, that are kind of on this tape recorder playing in the background. And those limiting beliefs create the thoughts. And those thoughts then create actions and those actions create results. So if we're looking at our life and we don't like the results that we're seeing, it's not about just the mechanics of our money and the mechanics of investing, although that's very important. It's also about what's our story? What is our belief about money? What's our relationship with money? Do we feel like I deserve to be rich? Or does that feel like, oh, that feels kind of weird to say that? Is that, is that, is that you know, go against my, my beliefs? Um, and then why? And I always say that money makes you more of what you already are. If you're a greedy jerk, you're going to be a big <laughs> greedy jerk if you're wealthy, right? right. But if you, if you come in money and you're wealthy and you're a generous, loving, compassionate person, you have the opportunity to be more generous and more compassionate and give more. So it's not about money being the, the, the main evil. It's still you, right? Still yeah. us is, is what we're doing. Yeah, our, our behaviors um, really do come out, I believe, when we're either in fear or when we're in green mode, which is still fear. And um, yeah, it, it really does show itself. You can see the results in a person's life. Are they trying to buy a lot of material things to really make up for stuff they didn't have or their ego or whatever, or they just fine. They just put the money away and up their, you know, uh, charity giving. Um, so it's great that you brought that out. Now, um, what would you say to somebody that did have that upbringing and they were, you know, money was always scarce. So this is their thought belief system that money will always be scarce and they could never make it. So we start um, at the beginning. We start to identify what those actual beliefs are. And I have them go through a process of writing down these things over a course of time. And then we start to unpack and show the, the holes in them. So I start to poke holes in the boat, so to speak, so that we can get rid of those beliefs, proving that they are false 
It's just somebody else's story. It's typically our parent's story or our ancestor's story, right? It's not our story. And it's whatever they went through. So again, no shame, no fault to them. We're not pointing fingers. Oh, I'm this way because of my mom or my dad. Um, this is about understanding that your mom and dad did the best that they could, given what they knew and what they were taught as, you know, parents and from their parents and so forth. Um, so it's about just identifying that, finding the holes in them, and then reshifting the new mindset and the new beliefs. And it's not going to be a quick fix. It takes time for you to kind of work through that. And it takes time to um, reprogram that subconscious tape recorder. But we do kind of walk through that. And there's some things that I don't personally do, like I don't do hypnosis, but um, I personally have been, you know, I, I do hypnosis myself, but I don't like do it with my client. I'm not trained in that. Mm -hmm. um, but there's many modalities that people do that will help them make that transition. Great. Yeah. Um, that That's probably the hardest blind spot, I would imagine, because you, you're on autopilot. You, your program is just running. And for somebody like you to point that out, it's great just to say, you know, why, why do you have that belief or why do you have that shame? And really start unearthing those behaviors and beliefs of really can change a person and bring them into a positive, what I call and what I've read, it was some of the things that you've been talking about is the money mindset. Can you talk about that? Um, in terms of more things that we can do to change that? Yeah, or just what does a positive money mindset look like? A positive money mindset looks at the, um, opportunities, all the possibilities, that miracles happen every day. Um, yes, there's work to be done. Yes, it requires action on your part. Um, hopefully it's inspired action. If you're working for a job or you're working for yourself, it's not just it's this you know hustle and grind mentality, but is um, there's opportunities everywhere. Like if you're in a situation where you're tight financially, and you're living paycheck to paycheck, and you're like, I'm never going to get out of this. How do I do this? Um, rather than keep thinking to yourself, I'm going to always be broke, you're going to manifest more of that. Mm. Whatever you focus on expands. So mm. if only if you're focusing on the I'm broke, that will just continue. But if you manifest or you focus on, you know what? Yes, I'm living paycheck to paycheck today. That's absolutely true. But this is not the end of my story. Mm. And yes, there's opportunities for me and with the with the with the internet there's there's countless opportunities to do freelance work here and there to work on the weekends or the nights and there's all kinds of opportunities for me to take my passion perhaps and and you know do something part time or to work part time and then do something else part time that's your your passion project um and then as you have that mindset of i'm going to be open to opportunities and possibilities you're going to see how those things kind of just come into your world mm -hmm. They just mm -hmm. sort of cross your path. You're like, wow, I would never have thought that I would have come into this. But yeah, this is perfect. And so it's, it's that, again, that attraction. You've heard of the law of attraction. I'm yeah, sure. Um, so if you're focusing on, um, oh, my gosh, there's so many great things out there for me. I just need to find them. They're, they're being drawn to me. I'm this magnet. You know, that kind of conversation to yourself, that self-talk is so important. And you're going to see, again, these opportunities come across your, your your desk. And just know that your current situation is not your end destination. This is not mm -hmm. your end story. 
That's great. And, you know, based on from what I've read in your bio, um, you certainly have flipped things around. Um, and you went after your passion. I mean, here you had the secure job in the world of finance and mortgage, and that's great. So how did you flip your own life around? Yeah, I've done a flip a few times in my life. <laughs> um, Good yeah, post-divorce, I did a, a, a few flips. Um, you know, before I was divorced, I was in corporate banking. Mm. And um, when I when I finally got pregnant, it took us five years to get pregnant and finally got pregnant through IVF. And I wanted to be at home with him. I was like, he's my miracle baby. I've worked five mm. years for him. I am not going to put him in daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at 18 months... I got divorced. Yeah. So um, it was a, yeah, talking about blindside. So I was trying to figure out how I can create income, how I can be at home with my son um, and do it all. And I, you know, uh, fall started on a couple different things, landed into the mortgage industry, which was great. Um, it worked worked out great. I could work at home. I had a flexible schedule. Um, you know, with my laptop on my phone, I could be functional and, and you know, everything was great. Did that for many, many years and found the mortgage industry to be um, a little bit transactional for me. I really wanted that deeper relationship mm-hmm. on it, which is why I went and got my licenses and became a financial advisor. And it was wonderful. I love my clients. I love working with them. You know, it was that deeper relationship. I knew much more about my clients than I did in the mortgage world. Um, but I would have these same conversations with women that they would call in and they would come in and, you know, some in tears and it was, um, you know, the same, I'm, sh- I'm embarrassed. I don't know what I'm doing. I just, you know, they're lost. And these were you know, women of all, you know, careers, successful doctors. I mean, we, all kinds of people who were, um, brilliant women, just not in the financial world, they weren't confident and comfortable. So, um, I took, yes, like you said, I left the, the comfortable position of an income and benefits and all that. And I thought, well, I'm going to do this. Let's just do it. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I actually just did that last April. Um, it's been about 10 months or so. And um, yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't looked back. I, I feel like, um, you know, it's very fulfilling work. It's, it's very impactful work. And um, I'm going to be able to reach many, many more women doing this. Uh, versus the, you know, the small book of business that I had at the, at the, at the firm. Wow. That is, um, I, I just have to say, I love the courage and I love the fact you took, you took a huge risk being, I, I don't know if you were a single mom at that time, but certainly had a child and wanted to be with them and provide for him and, and you just jumped. So congratulations on that bravery and spirit. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's, um, I mean, it's not something that you just do and you, um, you're, you know, confident and and everything's going to work out. It's like, okay, I don't want to look back and have regrets. Mm -hmm. And that's a bigger fear for me than to do this. If Mm -hmm. I, if I do this for a few years and it's doesn't work out for whatever reason, I won't look back with regrets. I say I tried it, it didn't work out for whatever reason. Um, but I didn't want to look back on my deathbed and go, gosh, you know what? I didn't do what I really wanted to do. I didn't follow my heart and I didn't make the impact that I wanted. And um so that was the other reason why 
it, I took that leap of faith and it was scary. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. still scary. It's still, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't have a regular paycheck. I don't have a, you know, I don't have medical benefits. Um, but, I mean, I, I pay for my own. I don't have them yeah. through my employer. Right. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a leap of faith for sure. It <laughs> is. Yeah. And you did it. And um, it also sounds like it's one step at a time. You know, let, let's get this, let's just step into this next arena. What do I have to do? What do I, you know, what's my next move? How do I move forward? Um, and, you know, you're putting one step in front of the other and, and here you are in April. That's, that's great that you just got into it because I'm, I'm hearing a lot of knowledge and a lot of empathy and a lot of passion so i'm gonna just you know wish you keep on going there's a lot of people a lot of women who need your services and yeah, that that being said how can our listeners get a hold of you best way to reach me is my website which is just my name it's pattyhandy.com it's patty with an i so p-a-t-t-i-h-a-n-d-y.com there is a free download on the homepage there. Um, it's an ebook that I wrote. It's called Women Sewing Solo. It's a woman's guide to thriving financially. And it's um, it's a combination of financial tips. And also um, I wrote a book, 50 Ways to Flourish After Divorce. And some of that is encompassed in that ebook as well. Um, and then I did a five-day masterclass and I condensed everything. I took it, I took the meat and potatoes of the masterclass and I created it like a 35-minute video training. Mm -hmm. So once you download the book, you get to watch the training for free. And so that's on the homepage of, of my site. And then there's information about working with me one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I've got a money reminding her money circle. So that's all on the website. Great. Wow. Um, very generous and Thank you. I'm sure the listeners will love to start diving in. That's great. Yeah, thank and, you. Oh, yeah. And, th you know, thank you again um, for joining us and being here and just, you know, talking so openly about um, some of the challenges that you've met with and, and also some of the women who you've helped and seen out there in the world. I'm really glad you're doing, I'm really glad you decided to step into another world, into your passions. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm feeling very good about it. I, I do want to say one thing that I'm hoping will help um, the audience. Um, you know, doing your own business, being an entrepreneur is a PhD in personal development. <laughs> you are, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of self-reflection. You are growing, mm. you know, personally um, more than I thought I was going to. Mm -hmm. And um, what I also have learned through this, this journey um, is that, and I actually learned this prior to the journey. I, I, I saw this through my divorce and through my being a single mom and just life is that um, I'm not doing this alone. I'm not it's, not, it's not about all of Patty's grind and hustle and, you know, work 10 hours a day and just just push myself to, to a burnout. I um, I find peace knowing that I'm a co-creator mm. and whether you whether you believe it to be God, the universe, mm. whatever your belief system is, whatever your higher power is, they are co-creating with you. You have somebody that is. Um, 
guiding you. It doesn't mean that you can sit on the couch and, and just sit back and relax and they'll do the work. You've got to do the work. You've got to take the steps. But you've got a co-creator working with you. And when I keep reminding myself of that on my more frustrating days, um, I don't get so, you know, panicked. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. you know what? I need to sit back and just know that it's all going to work out. It's all working out for, you know, the way it's supposed to. And that door closed. And that means something else is coming. And so, um, and that's always served me. It served me well, again, through my divorce and, and really all the years since. I, you know, that is is so wonderful that you brought this up. Um, and this is a difference between working with men and women. Women really cherish and value that spiritual side and that belief system that they have in, again, the universe, God, their friends, they're being guided. Um, and it's great to be able to share that with women to women because it only makes us stronger and i'm i'm so glad you brought that up thank you yeah absolutely yeah all right patty well again thank you for your time and um it's it's been um great to talk to you thank you so much i appreciate you having me on oh yes absolutely i'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com.